Hi! That was way too loud. I know. Ah, uh, wow. My name is Joey Presley, uh, and in 2019, I lost 50 pounds, and I'm not stopping now. In four years, I will cease to exist. I certainly hope so. Uh, my name, my name is Robert Presley, and today I'm holding two packets of Chick Fil A sauce. Chick Fil A is a horrible company, and Robert has justified uh, his, his ownership of two packets of sauce because they're free. I mean, but they are. So a, I'm not justifying the the sauce. Like, obviously, I understand the ramifications of going to Chick Fil A. I'm just saying, if you wanted to partake in the sauce, oh yeah, and I did. It is. You did? Yeah. Oh. Dipped a pretzel. <laughs> Don't think that's what they were made for, but what did you think? It was okay. Mm-hmm. It's not worth genocide. Is that what they're calling it these days? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. On to the stuff. Um, all right. So, this is... Oh, this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is the Shaboy Ganders podcast. This is a podcast for people who miss my voice. And my voice occasionally. Yes. it's uh, we, we put this pod tech podcast together because um, we just wanted to do something. Um, it's a, what, what did we call it? What's the definition? A variety show? A variety show. A variety sketch. No, not sketch. What's the opposite of sketch? The opposite of sketch. Erase. <laughs> Sorry, that one was bad. <laughs> improv. <laughs> improv. Uh, it's an improvised, uh, segmented, non-linear, geographic, sketch variety show. Uh, and so, we'll get better. Uh, this is uh, the, uh, our first segment, which... Oh, we should have a little song to introduce it. Wouldn't that be fun? The segment? Yeah. You know, maybe. Uh, what's what's our first segment again? Remind me. <laughs> There's your boy in second. I don't think we really need an intro to do that, considering we already have an intro that's Sheboygan based yeah, for the is. entire podcast. This is to clarify. This is not just a Sheboygan podcast. Uh, you can be from not there as well. It's not. It's for everybody. Uh, but the the, the Sheboygan second is our segment. Everybody who's from Wisconsin knows about the Manitowoc Minute now. Because it's the guy who does the oh he there the does the whole big Wisconsin voice. Charlie Barons is his name, and he's actually he's a fraud. He lives in California. Okay, I I mean, but he's very good at what he does. He's very good at what he does. This is the thing with comedians is if a fellow comedian who's somehow adjacent to you blows up, you hate them. But if you know them personally, you're super affectionate and kind, and mm-hmm. you love them. So if any of the comedians I know by name. Like where to get big overnight, John Egan. If if you're listening, <laughs> if he blows up. Great, I'm happy. I'll be. I'll I'll go to I'll go to his show. He doesn't even have to get me a ticket. I'll go wherever because I care. Uh, but Charlie Barron's no connection. Don't care. And now I'm mad at him for being more successful than me, even though I don't really try. And he did a. He created a, a brand. Exactly, he yeah. branded himself, and I've done nothing. But that's what this podcast is for. For me to be Charlie Barron's. Yeah, that's the entire point. I, I might as well just leave. <laughs> this is clearly just for you. It's, you're here to hype me up so I can be more Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the, 
Oh, yeah. Anyway. I think you were introducing the segment. <laughs> that is it. I've introduced it. See, we should have a song so I don't have to do that every time. Well, I don't think you'll have to do it every time. Whatever. Okay. I have actually... What is a Manitowoc Minute? I've never, it's, he just tells news, right? Yeah. He just okay. does news stories that are Wisconsin adjacent. They're not even, and he just does it in a funny accent. Yeah, that's it. Adds with and he wears Wisconsin that coat. Twist. Yeah, he's great. Fantastic comedian. Um, I... But the Sheboygan Second is our blatant ripoff. Um, same alliteration. Same general area, except for what the Sheboygan Second is, is instead of telling the news about Wisconsin, I, w- I will tell the news about Wisconsin, but I will try to explain Wisconsin news uh, in one second to Robert and see if he can guess what I'm, I'm at. So uh, I'll, do, I'll do two. I have two stories today. Okay. You ready for them? I'm never going to be ready, but, you know. For the Sheboygan Second? I'm as ready as I'm going to be. Okay, so uh, number one, uh, I'll try to do a, uh, a Sheboygan exact one, dead on the money, Sheboygan news, tell me about it. And I was looking through today, and there were a lot of stories about, everybody wants to shoot up the high school. Yeah. Why? We went there, it was fine. I got mad We, we had a couple of bomb threats when we were there, mm, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. But now everybody's like... Now everybody's into shootings, bombings are passe. How, that's not the story I focused on. <laughs> But we're talking about it anyway. Okay, so this is, in one second, a piece of news from Sheboygan. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, kids! (laughs) Uh, Jeez. First thing that came into my mind was that a mall Santa was accused of rape. You are very close. Wait, no, you're not at all. Christmas. Christmas. Okay, so Christmas related. Is it related to Santa? No. Okay, Christmas. Um... Sheboygan, beloved Christmas figure, not Santa. Oh, Bruce the Spruce. Bruce the fucking Spruce. Is he coming back? He's already been back. This is news from 2017. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, that cheating? I don't Wait. know what the parameters on this are. I make it up. Uh, yeah, Bruce the Spruce. You know the man, the I myth, do. the legend. A uh, big, big ass tree that used to live in the basement of the mall. Uh, no, the Yonkers. Well, yeah, that's, that's not what I was referring to. Well, he was born in Prangies. Apparently, Bruce Dispoos is a, uh, a Green Bay legend. Mm-hmm. Started out in the Prangies. There was a 1971 book called Bruce the Scrooge. Bruce, 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 Bruce the Crispy Crust. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce the How Bruce. It's oh not worth. Oh, my God. <laughs> how Bruce the Spruce saved Christmas. Oh. That wasn't worth it. That was so much effort. What? How did you save Christmas? I didn't read it. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Bruce the Spruce, I guess, was a Green Bay legend first. Yeah, started in Green Bay. Uh, to clarify, Bruce the Spruce is a big tree um, made out of foam. Um, and on the inside, uh, there's a person, and the person talks <laughs> to you. And it started out in Prangies, and so people would go by the Prangies window. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> inside the Bruce the Spruce is a person. <laughs> <laughs> and inside every person, there's a Bruce the Spruce. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's inverse relationship there. But uh, <laughs> they uh, it started out there, and uh, kiddies, kids would walk down to the uh, to the dungeon, and <laughs> the first thing you see was Bruce the Spruce. And Bruce the Spruce in Green Bay was just a big old tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it had branches that could move. Now, I don't know if you remember this, because I do, because it's in my nightmares. Mm-hmm. Bruce the Spruce in Sheboygan is a big old tree with a huge white face, moving eyes, and unmoving lips. 
I do remember it blinking. It I, blinks. I, I it don't. Winks. Yeah. But yes, I do remember it blinking, and I, I have very few memories from my childhood, so the fact that I remember that, I think, is a testament to just how terrifying this thing was. It was very scary. It was just, it it was a face erupting from Christmas. Mm-hmm. It was like, what is the, the spirited away? What is oh, it? yeah, yeah. It, it, no face? No, no, whatever, yeah. No name? No, that's a rapper. <laughs> yeah, I, think I love no, no name. Really great. Collaborated with Chance. Anyway, uh, yeah, but it's just... It's as if the tree opens up into a portal, and that portal has God's face herself, and she's smiling through, and she asks you what you want, and then directs you along so you don't clog up the line. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, you're 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 never really expecting much because you just you you walk into you know this storefront and you go like down this set of stairs. And so I remember like, an escalator. Wasn't an escalator? Perhaps. Oh no! It was a fire escape. <laughs> But anyway, so you're not expecting much. And then this tree gazes at you and just starts asking you questions. Hey, kid. That clearly, you know, could not be automated. And it it is truly out of this world. Very, very frightening. Yeah, it starts out with like, hey, how you doing? And you're like, okay, I know this trick. This mm-hmm. is a robot voice. And then it's like, I like your green shirt. Mm-hmm. I like that green shirt on you. Actually, I think it was usually a woman. It's- yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I think if they had a very menacing male voice, that would. Hey, kids! Welcome to downstairs. You ever been downstairs before? I live here. I've lived here all this time. What do you want for Christmas? Why don't you ask me what I want for Christmas? Nobody ever asks Bruce what he fucking wants. You know what I want? I want to be out. Okay? I want to eat meat and run. So, no, it was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's Bruce's Bruce. Oh, the news. This topic of this segment. Bruce's Bruce um, is now in the uh, Sheboygan County Historical Museum. Hmm. You know the one on the hill? Mm-hmm. That has a butter churn or something? <laughs> yep. Next to the water tower? Yeah. Okay, more news. Sheboygan second. Now we're on to national news. I should almost say international, and you'll find out why. This is from October. Mm-hmm. This isn't news. I'm not breaking this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we are aiming for investigative journalism on this podcast. No, we're not. But whoever did this definitely was an investigator. Okay, uh, one second on the clock. Oh. oh my god, what am I supposed to do with that? Guess. Okay, uh, French? Okay. Emmanuel Macron? No. What happened? I said it's France? national. But national. it could be international if you were a little cheeky. Um, can you give me maybe like an additional extra second? Because I have very little to go off of here. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know you didn't prepare for this, but... <laughs> I didn't prepare another second. Utah. <laughs> okay, so uh, French Mormons. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to tell you. Uh, so you... Um, have you heard about this this Mitt Romney thing? About Mitt Romney the person? <laughs> I have heard. He did run for president in he 2012. Did. Yeah, he did. He did pretty well. Um, so frequent, now vocal... T- critic of trump because mm-hmm. mormonism draws the line there right they're willing to accept a lot of hate speech but as soon as you 
do something. I don't just not be super Christian. Then Mittens Romney gets on you, mm-hmm. claws out, baby. Um, he so he had a, a a side account on Twitter. You haven't heard about this? I have not heard about. I feel this. like this should have been the biggest news ever because it's the biggest news to me. It's really. Did he have like a burner account? Yeah. But he used it. He only made 10 tweets, and he followed his family. And he, like, offhandedly mentioned it in some some profile of him because I don't, who who even did it? I don't know who did it. Somebody, somebody wanted to do a profile of Romney because they were uh, praising him for not being that Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, he, he made mention, like, oh, yeah, I got a fake Twitter. Everybody does. Ha, ha, ha. And then he, like, gave the exact number of followers. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I got a Twitter. I'm not going to tell you what it is. 698 followers. <laughs> But uh, he, he, he wanted it to be found, that little sneak. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he would, uh, well, this is the reason I did the first second that I did. Uh, is because the best thing about all of this is not his tweets, not the fact that it exists at all, not that he used it to prop up his own legacy. It's that his name was Pierre Delectico. No way. <laughs> it was Pierre Delectico. Is Mitt Romney said, you know what would be a cool name for me? <laughs> Pierre Delectico. Have there been any um, like Mitt Romney porn parodies um, where they use that name? Pierre Delectico. Pierre, because that sounds like a porn name. He that just sounds like. He has a cute little squiggly mustache on his face and on his penis. And then he pulls them <laughs> off and he goes, Hi, it's me, Utah. Senator <laughs> Mitt Romney. Uh, he, let me, oh, so this is my favorite tweet. Computer, be quiet. Um, he said, uh, so, uh, Stephen Dennis, who's Stephen Dennis? Do you know who that is? No idea. Um, he, he made a tweet that said, GOP senator sticking up for Richard Burr. And then a colon. Blunt, Shelby, Collins, Rubio. Okay, so clearly they, they're sticking up. Who was Burr? I don't know. Oh, whatever. I know uh, Bill Burr, who's the... Richard Burr. But I don't know who Richard Burr is. Okay, whatever. Um, so then Pierre Delectico responds, gets seven likes on this. Romney, too. <laughs> <laughs> I really do wonder how many people do have, like, burner accounts. I'm sure everybody does. I had don't even use my one Twitter, so I guess I don't. I had a um, when I used to do YouTube videos, which were not well received. I had a uh, a um, I would post them to Reddit, and then I had a secondary Reddit account that I would use to like my own post and mm. post like nice things because everyone would go like, "This is shit. This is shit. This is shit. You're garbage. This is a bad video. Who are you? People <laughs> think they have talent these days." Uh, these kids these days think this is humor. Humorless. Horrible. Are you a lesbian? <laughs> and then I would comment, I thought it was pretty good. And then I would log out of that account and log into my own account and then like that comment and think to myself, somebody thinks it's good. Mm-hmm. C'est moi. Oh, yeah, that was the <laughs> the best. The second best thing besides that his name was Pierre Delectico is that when confronted on this, Pierre Delectico, Mitt Romney, said, c'est moi. It's me. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I, no, I, I, you just got me thinking, and this is um, wholly unrelated. But 
I remember back in the day I used to create extra Facebook accounts. Not so I could like my own posts or stoke my ego, but so that I could get more like points on Farmville. That is the most 2013 <laughs> sentence I've ever uh, it heard. It was more like 2010. But oh, okay. I'd like to, you know, distance myself from that time-wise as much as possible. So I may be exaggerating, but... Oh, um, a decade ago. But yeah, no, it was like if you recommend a friend, then you get a bunch of points that you could spend on your farm or cafe. So you recommended yourself. So I recommended my fake account, yeah. Oh, how lonely. Moving on. It's <laughs> okay, now it's a segment, a segment uh, of Robert's design called Robert's Review Review. Yeah, so the the premise of this segment is that I go into Google Maps or, you know, any other sort of mapping online thing and find reviews of places that shouldn't have reviews or that have really bizarre reviews or that, you know, simply shouldn't exist on Google Maps. Um, And so the entry I have for you today is, is one of those latter categories. So a little bit of backstory on this one. This one is a little bit close to home. I am sort of cheating by picking something that was quite literally in our backyard. We gotta start somewhere. Exactly, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll branch out geographically, um, but I figured I'd start with this one. So, some backstory. Uh, in front of our mother's house... Our parents are divorced. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in front of our mother's house, there is this dentist's office where I get my teeth redid. <laughs> get my teeth done. Go in in for a... If you have a Manny and a Petty, then what would be if you got your teeth done? Denty? (laughs) Manny, Penny, Denty. I gotta go in for my Denty. Okay, anyway. They have this fountain, this little pond right next to their office, and this fountain. And for whatever reason, um, they choose to leave it on in the winters, which in Wisconsin is generally not, you know, a great idea. It's not appropriate. It's not. And so what will happen is as you get into sort of the, the, the coldest part of winter, you will, this thing will basically freeze over and create these really actually quite impressive ice structures. They freeze and they melt, and it's, it's, it's actually quite a, a profound art piece, if I do say so myself. It's a marvel to behold. Mm-hmm. So um, that ice fountain... Someone, some some enterprising soul, has chosen to add that location to Google Maps, uh, and you know I think there's a, there's a lot of highlights here, but the best part is that they called it Mount Brushmore, which is just a stroke of artistic genius. I'm speechless. Who named so the? Who named it? Do we know that? I don't think so. I mean, I can look. There is a guy named Keith Decker, who is a Google local guide, who provided the first review. And so I'm guessing he's the one who did it. So shout out to Keith. Oh, Keith. Uh, I'm assuming you did this. My and I hero. am very happy for that. So here's what Keith has to say in his review. He says, water fountain by summer, ice mountain by winter. South Dakota has Mount Rushmore, but this pond by the dentist has Mount Brushmore. It's just, it's great. And then, so there are only two other reviews on this one. Obviously, they are both five stars. Because what else would you rate it? You can't, you can't give it anything less. What is, what, what is there to critique? Not big enough? Wait. It'll get bigger. Mm -hmm. Not cold enough? What? (laughs) 
Who cares? It's ice. It's ice. I think um, this is actually a new development when I went to look it up today. Oh, good. <laughs> when you look up Mount Rushmore, it says it's permanently closed. <laughs> <laughs> Who did this? OSHA! I just, I just, I don't understand, because um, I, I, you know, as far as I'm aware, it was never open. I don't think it ever had hours, you know. <laughs> so they went out of their way. Google is, is this is this is actually a story about censorship. I think they've gone out of their way to remove any traces of Mount Rushmore. They're trying to kill it, mm-hmm. but it cannot be killed. It cannot be killed unless that dentist's office ever decides. To turn off, to the, turn off the water. Fountain. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, it is a tremendous waste of water. Oh yeah, for sure. None but, of that would fly in the Southwest. No, That's, it's a horrible. It is. It is the gluttony of living close to Lake Michigan and in a in a suburb. No, it is. It is a testament to what will be. We're going to be living in iRobot uh, style future where Lake Michigan is drained and Will Smith is going to ride up to that fountain and he's going to. He's going to say permanently closed. My name's Will Smith, and this is iRobot. I'm thinking maybe now when we go home, we should just put a big old closed sign on it just to make it, you know, clear. Cause until summer. Until summer, yeah. Let it all just wash away. That That is very good. Thank you, Robert, for sharing that. I think that's something the world needed. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> right. I hope our, our audience of people who already knew about this feature really find it valuable. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's time for our next segment, The Epiphany Corner, which, of course, is named after James Baldwin's uh, seminal play, The Amen Corner. Mm-hmm. Every time you reference literature, I'm never going to get it. So you can keep doing it, though, because I know it means something to you. Okay, thank you. Uh, so... Uh, the Epiphany Corner. I used to have a podcast. It failed. Fell apart. Uh, it was called. It did not fail of your own accord. Uh, I did. I pulled the plug. If well, <laughs> I ran it with my ex, who <laughs> was destined to fail while she was my ex. Ugh. Oi. Hey. Um. So it. Uh. It. Yeah. It's not here anymore. Goodbye. Uh, but rip. Rip. Uh. Press F. To pay respects. Thank you. I hope that was heard. Uh, <laughs> so the the premise of the epiphanies, the name of that podcast, was that we would say things. The original uh, epiphany uh, was the revelation of the child Jesus Christ unto the, the three magi, the, the wise men. Those three fucking perverts. Yeah. Traveled all that fucking way to see a goddamn baby. I oh mean, what the God. fuck? It's like Drake. They were they were grooming him to be our savior, just like Drake is grooming Millie Bobby Brown until she's eighteen, and then he can date her. This is true news. Look it up. He sends her texts and asks about boys. It's classic grooming behavior. It should not be tolerated. And he wouldn't have fucking said anything. She had to say it to Us Weekly. Damn. Yeah. This and is it, some hot hitting drama right here. Um. What were we talking about? Oh, Jesus. So, <laughs> so the original epiphany Don't was you that. hate when you talk about Jesus and then you start talking about Drake? And Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Um, she, didn't she win an Emmy? Good for her. I don't know who Millie Bobby Brown is, but oh, she's I love 11 the name. In the hit show, um, 
Stranger Things. I looked up Millie Bobby Brown, and the top news article is, Millie Bobby Brown has blonde long bob, which, that sounds like one of those sentences you try to say five times fast. Millie Bobby Brown is brown long bob. Yeah, see, you can't do it. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown is a brown long bob. Breathe it's, about it's, about it. <laughs> it's impossible. I don't know who did this. Millie Bobby Brown uh, has a blonde long... There's a bong, long, <laughs> Millie, Millie, say it again. Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, shit. This is a different, I click on the link and it gives me a different headline. I think they realized that it was so stupid that they had to change it. Okay. Millie Bobby Brown has blonde, long bob. Millie Bobby <laughs> Brown has brown, long bob. It's not brown. It's blonde. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown has blonde, long bob. There it is. Millie Bobby Brown has brown, blonde, <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown is blonde, blonde. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown has blonde, long bob. That's it. <gasps> that is this the is, most stress. This, this is courtesy of uh, Allure. Oh. What a, what a, what a timeless. No, we're uh, talking about Jesus. Back, back, back. I'm sorry. I can't keep a topic on Jesus because Jesus uh, is too close to my heart. Don't talk to me. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> so, so, epiphanies uh, is now used colloquially just to refer to something that comes to you as a source of uh, inspiration, seemingly from God. Um, and I, I don't believe that things come up spontaneously. So this can also include just things I read. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna. I'll start us off with my epiphany. And this is an epiphany I have almost every day, and it haunts me. I learned, I was in a meteorology class. That's, yeah? I'm a meteorology expert, so to speak. Yeah, you have a bachelor's degree Mm -hmm. in meteorology. And uh, I was in this class two years ago, um, and I learned how sweat work. Mm -hmm. Go on. And how... Why don't you explain it fully? How she work is uh, basically the air says, ooh, too dry. And the skin says, mmm, I'm hot. Well, you're hot, you're exercising, and your body goes, uh-oh, time to expel some moisture. Because she knows how the air is feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the air goes, mmm, too dry. And the skin goes, hey, a little water for you. And this guy goes, Thanks. Let's make it chilly, and so the 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 skin then gives up that water that you out of your skin pore, and the air takes it and makes it into a fine gas, uh, and and make raises the humidity ever so slightly, ever so slightly, but measurably. I don't probably not measurably. Okay. No. But anyway, it's an endothermic reaction, mm-hmm. which means that uh, the the surrounding the skin gets cold, so that the reaction can occur that turns the water into water vapor, right? And that cools you down. Yep, that's how sweat works. That is how sweat works, and I think about that every goddamn day. That's so strange because that's just something I've taken for granted, you know. Yeah. Maybe because I that it's got my bachelor's degree in uh, in sweat, and uh, 
you know, so that's just always been something that I've understood is that's how it works. Well, I understand it too, but don't you just think about it? Doesn't it, every time I walk outside, every time I go for a jog, every time I look at water, I think about how sweat work. Well, and that's why it's bad to be outside when it's humid. Yeah. Because the air can only take in so much of your damp wetness. Mm-hmm. She goes, ooh, I'm full, baby. And, and so, the skin goes, ooh, come on, baby. I got a little more to give. And the air goes, nah, baby, couldn't take another drop. And so, yeah, that, that water just stays on your skin. And you fucking die. You do. This is a true thing. My meteorology professor told me that when he was in high school. He died. No, he didn't. <laughs> it gets worse. Um, not, he has to live with the memory. It's worse than death. Uh, he, he had a classmate who was running the mile, and they were outside, and it was humid. I don't know where he's from. Georgia. That sounds right. That sounds humid. Yeah. Um, and he was, this kid was running, and I think he called him like a fat kid, which wasn't really nice. But anyway, he was sweating up a storm, and his body could not cool down because Lady Air was thinking, mm-mm. And so he died from heat exhaustion, or what is it called? Heat stroke? Big old hot. Heat death of the universe. Yep. He was implicit in that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a good way to make a very sad story. Not so sad. We're all going to die someday. Mm-hmm. So this little boy, Rip, but also you're one of us. Yeah, it is It is funny how, how that skin do do work. I think about it all the time. If you put, If you made a pie chart of all my thoughts, sweat, how sweat work would be number one that would be the biggest slice there's like have you seen those charts of like what what men think about Mm -hmm. and it's like haha girls pizza booby booby um how how fast can car go and then me it's all of that in just the medulla oblongata and the whole every other cortex there is is full of sweat yeah, I. That feels a little unhealthy. I would maybe just rein that back into the back part of your brain. Just think about sweat every once in a while. Huh? Yeah, just every you know every once in a while when it becomes noticeable. Okay, you know what? Thank you. I'm thinking about it right now. Well, clearly. Okay, we have uh, our final segment. Yeah, final segment. Aww. Here it is. Okay, so the the uh, this is from. Uh, r slash advice on reddit that's mm-hmm. uh, maybe in some point in the future people can send in advice questions to us just c- c- comment it on facebook um but that's not now nobody listens to this uh so uh, this is a question from u slash a c c c d d d four this is filed. Really scrape from the bottom of the bin <laughs> there for usernames. Uh, so do you, she says, they say, she says, do you tell someone? That's what she said. Do you <laughs> tell someone before going in a date what body type you are? That's the headline. There's more to it. I like in a date. Mm-hmm. I'm in this date. You're not on it. Okay? Yeah, you're not. You're not on top of it. You're not riding it like a surfboard. You you're are not. immersed inside of it. You are in this date. So she 
doesn't have commitment issues. That's not what it is. Mm -hmm. But uh, do you tell someone before going in a date what body type you are? This question sounds really weird, but hear me out. A guy who I met on a dating app wants to meet up, and my profile has only pictures of my face. I'm more of a chubby type, and I don't want to come along as catfish. So should I subtle say it or send a full body? Body is capitalized here, so I assume she's talking about the body of Christ. A full body picture beforehand. And please don't tell me, quote, well, if he reacts weird, he isn't worth, unquote, because he clearly didn't sing up for it. Okay. I'm here to date you. And I don't care what you look like. Mm. I singed up for it, baby. Imagine if every Ooh. time you wanted to ask someone out on the date, you had to sing it to them. Baby, I got a craving. I got a craving for some Red Robin. And you're coming with me. What do you say? No. Oh, shit. I don't like Red Robin. Gonna ask somebody else. So, uh... You remember the question? <laughs> they were asking about their body type. Here's my thing: if you're taking a pic, like most people's faces will be a little bit chubbier if they're chubbier in the rest of their body, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking too. Like her proportions, obviously, ma'am. Um, he knows, and also I've been on the dating apps when somebody only has face pics they know what your mm-hmm. body looks like mm-hmm. yeah you're not it's just you're a not matter fooling anybody it's a matter of intuition i think so here's my answer to this and then maybe you have a a better one um just never show your body <laughs> don't send a picture and when you show up uh you know those things at like attractions where you like put your face through it and then you have like queen elsa's body mm-hmm. just that just bring one along. And then they're like, wow, you're really thin. <laughs> yeah, or get one of those, you know, magic mirrors. <laughs> what does that do? <laughs> like to grant a wish or just to look at? No, those mirrors that mess up your proportions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Shrek. Where you ask for a different person to send on the date. <laughs> Wait, oh, oh, like a wacky, wacky funhouse yes, mirror. Yes, like a wacky funhouse mirror. I'm sorry, I did not phrase that right, I guess. So you bring that. So you, you bring sit, that, yeah. You, you set it at the table at a 45 degree uh-huh, angle. Uh-huh. It's a table with four seats and you say, okay, I'm going to sit directly to your left, but you uh-huh. need to look across the table. Right, yeah. You can only look at the wacky mirror. Yeah. Um, this is a lot of work. It is, but like... You know, if this person is that anxious about it, you got to go to length. Because I think that that is still a better option than messaging this person and saying, hey, uh, just going to warn you, I'm a big old fatso. <laughs> that rude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you don't have to phrase it like that. Yeah, but well, well, that's what everybody was saying. Like, well, maybe uh, this is in the comments. People were saying, what if you just like sent him like a meme? Like uh, how I look online and how I look in real life, but like plug yourself into there. This like that's a horrible answer. How's that gonna fly? I can only I can only share my uh, true feelings towards you via meme. Yeah, 
I mean, that's a, what. Okay, so so what would you actually do? What would I actually do in this situation? Yeah, I would not be worried about it. Okay, yeah, you. That's just, a ridiculous thing because a again, like we said, your face is going to show you know. it. And B, I agree with, she says, well, don't tell me that if, you know, this guy doesn't think I'm worth it, blah, blah, blah. That's true, though. He didn't sing up for it. He d- it what do you I'm mean he didn't sing up for it? <laughs> I'm looking for a girl with nobody. <laughs> All you ever show me is face. I mean, the other thing you could do, um, you know, is you could just sort of show up. With and wear clothing that really disguises your body. So what I'm a thinking, tent. I was thinking more like just like a massive cloak. <laughs> that bonus, they'll think that you're a wizard. Yeah. So, so yeah, I think um, the entire premise of the question is flawed. Yeah. So yeah, you slash a c c d d d four premise. Flawed, and I will also say a c c c d d d four. I'm I'm guessing that your body is not as ugly as you think it is. There we go, some positivity. Finally, right. I had to sort of balance it out because I don't want to just rip on them for asking a silly question. Silly question. Yeah. Yeah, because no, yeah. There's there needs to be more positivity because there are men like women of all shapes. Mm -hmm. There's not a. I mean. and that's not to say that like chubby chasing is an okay thing to do, but why not? Well, that's objectifying in its own way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There was a, there was a guy. I have a coworker, um, and he was. We were talking about like this, pretty much like you know, like all women are beautiful, and there's a lot of like self consciousness, especially when you're a woman, and like mm-hmm. I wish that women. And he was like, yeah, you know what? I think like personally, I like women who are a little heavier. Like that's just my personal preference. Um, and I was like, okay, this guy's pretty woke. And then he went, yeah, I really like porkers. Mm. Ooh. And then I went a big oof, and I tugged on the my shirt collar, and steam came out. <laughs> and I went, ooh. And you zapped off at <laughs> zapped. 50 miles an hour in the opposite direction. And there was a puff of steam behind <laughs> me, and he looked around, and his head bent at unnatural angles, and his eyes blew <laughs> out of his face. And then an actual pig <laughs> walked up to him and said, "Hey, what's his problem? I live in a cartoon." Yep, yep. And then the the, the the screen sort of closed into a circle. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do that, I know the ending of Looney Tunes? That classic <laughs> closing credit. Yes. <laughs> That's all, folks. Uh-huh. Um. Oh yeah, that's all folks. This is it. Thank you for listening <laughs> to the Sheboyganders. I'm Joey. Say uh, your name. And I'm Robert. Good night. Oh god. <laughs> 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 <laughs>